Hi, Jamie. Hi. Hi. Uh, the the unlife of Lisa Cooper is this is um this is your 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 new book or or is this your first book? It it really is. Yes, it's it's my first novel um, oh. published, so it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Is it is it um what I mean? Kind of talk about like uh what what have you written before and 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 I know you started with Lisa Cooper on on Kendall Vella and now that's, that's right. a book book so kind of like um I I think it, in your bio you say that you've been writing for a long time so how did how did Lisa Cooper come about <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's funny I I have been writing for a long time but I haven't really um you know this Lisa is the first real character to see the light of day as it were yeah. um I wrote another manuscript that I queried for for a while, and um, that did it didn't hasn't gotten picked up. So I I kind of put that on the shelf for a while. But while I was querying, I wanted to keep creating content. So I decided to give Kindle Vella a try. And Lisa was a character that was rattling in my head for a long time. So this book is actually the forty episode. Um, collection of that entire Kindle Vela series that ran. So so this is really like like kind of your 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 first kind of a, a really attempt real attempt to kind of self-publish. Is that right? That's right. Yep. Okay. This, Absolutely. Wow. And it's it's awesome because I mean you've already got some really great reviews on it. Um so I mean you live in New England and obviously this is a New England vampire story. I love that like there's so many um interesting things about it that 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 stand out to me like when the i feel like there's the the folklore element that you bring into it with the dog and yeah, yeah like i really want you to talk about that but um there's a there's kind of another cool thing about it that uh like it, it and honestly, it kind of made me think of like Tooth of Crime, you know, Sam Shepard's Tooth of Crime with the whole like kind of tribal warfare and the the different the the cities they're all kind of battling each other and you've got like the 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 vampire gang that's like in charge like ruling this city and you know Boston has its you know and and they're all kind of coming after Lisa Cooper for some reason I don't really <laughs> understand that but it's it's kind of weird but um I don't know so I guess that's like two different two different things you you can talk about so I guess pick pick one and <laughs> tell me about tell me all about that yeah it takes place it take it does takes place in Boston and this is the the uh Prudential Tower, if you're familiar with Boston, it's one of the, it's the second tallest building in, in Boston. So I want to make sure I put the Boston yeah. uh, skyline in there. And you're right. There is a there is a vampire um, organization that controls the Boston and New England area. I call it a bleed. You know, I've seen lots, lots of different terms used for groups of vampires, what to call them, like nests. And um, Mercy, uh, sorry, Patricia Briggs calls them seeds. Um, but I thought bleed was a cool word for it because it's almost like you're bleeding the area that you control um and their rival is over in new york so there's this tension between new york and boston um 
that's yeah. that's there. And Lisa, yeah, you're right. She gets caught in the crossfire of a lot of different things. And some of it is um, internal, where there's rival vampires and stuff giving her a hard time. And some of it is just the danger of being um, a vampire out in the world. I'm sure that if I followed another character in the bleed, they'd have equal amounts of peril in their life but the the so-called camera is is really following lisa so it's her story but there's definitely like lots of things that she runs into there's a a werewolf problem a demon problem she runs into a some evil wizard type person uh like i said a rival vampire um nasty fey folk that come after her um lots of supernatural uh enemies for sure yeah, you've got everything. You've got the fae, yeah, and you've got the witches. And um, talk about the folklore a little bit, because that's really cool. Like the, oh um, yeah, can't even speak intelligently about it, but like you've got the, she's got like this weapon that's like, 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 like a, I guess Irish or Scotch Irish kind of weapon yeah. uses. Yep. She has a shillelagh, which is, um, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a Irish fighting stick. And, um, it's a traditional Irish weapon. So back, back in the days when the um, the English really were, well, they did it for a while, but yeah. they were really putting the screws to the Irish, and they weren't letting them have weapons, pretty much. So the Irish cleverly came up with the shillelagh, which was something that they could say, "Well, this is just my walking stick," and they came up with the whole way of fighting uh, with the shillelagh. There's a whole martial art associated with fighting with it. Um, and one of the ways you can fight with a shillelagh is defense with one. You use it just like you would a rapier or anything else. So Lisa um, learned how to basically use a sword with mm. a stick <laughs> from her father. So there's some scenes where you'll see um, sword play come into action. And it's because she's been trained in the shillelagh. But there is a lot of folklore in it now that you mention it, because um, Bram Stoker was actually from Ireland, the author of Dracula. He went to Trinity College in, in Dublin, and um, he he probably may have researched. This is a rumor we don't know, but he may have researched this old Irish tale called about a vampire named Abertach, who was a old Irish king back in the days of the clans. And um, so I did a lot of research into the folklore of, you know, um, Ireland and vampires in general. And um, I thought that was pretty cool. So I, I made Abertach kind of the, the first vampire of the world and everyone kind of stemmed from him. So uh, Lisa being Irish has this, you know, folklore roots going back to that mythology, if you will. I guess in some in some folklore traditions, the like a magical person will kind of have a like it like an animal like like this one has some kind of you know uh, a lot of magical properties. Um, so was there any kind of inspiration behind behind that? So I wanted it's funny because I wanted to put a dog in the story because I wanted to have cozy moments, and I thought having a dog in the story would be have like a sweet kind of juxtapose against all this action adventure kind of thing that she's doing and then have this dog that she 
pets or maybe goes on vacation, not vacation, on adventures with and stuff like that. Um, But what happened was I wrote this scene where um, she was going to rescue this dog because it's, its owner was missing for a long time. And when I researched it, I'm like, wait, there's no way that this, you know, if you leave a dog alone for too long, it's, that's not good. You know, the dog needs food and water. And, you know, I realized very quickly that either I needed a rewrite or I needed this dog to be very special. So I thought, I think it would be cooler if this dog was some sort of magical thing. And so I tapped into some folklore, you know, what are some mythological dogs? I don't want to exactly give away exactly what Chewy is, but he's definitely uh, something from Irish folklore. Uh, Well, maybe, is it Irish? It might be British, but you know, it's in that area, right? Um, And it's, that's where I kind of get my cozy moments with him and He's also um, tenacious. He he guards Lisa and um, protects her very very dearly. Yeah. And they're 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 they make a cool duo. You know, it's kind of like the vampire and the dog and the yes the yeah. adventure. Totally, totally. So is Scotch Irish your background more or less? Actually, it is. Yeah, I'm like forty percent Irish. I took some DNA test or whatever. Um, do you, Do you have a your book ready to? You have a a copy of it. I do. Yep. Oh, okay, and you put it on Amazon, right? Um. So you started out with Kendall Bella, forty episodes, and then you said, "I'm going to go for it. I'm going to put it on Amazon." The book um, came. The book was released October sixth. So um, about a month ago. Okay. Almost. Cool. Yeah. And it's already got some really great reviews. Um, yeah. Yeah. Bookshop.org. Some of your proceeds go to something called bookshop.org, which I have no idea what that's that right. That's sure. Yeah. Bookshop, so bookshop, bookshop.org partners with independent bookstores uh, around the country. Okay. And um, if you're an independent author or well, I don't know, even traditionally published author, you could basically sell your books through bookshop.org and it'll go out like you would if you went into like a Barnes and Noble or any other bookstore and said, hey, I want this book. And if you have um, a real ISBN number that's not given to you free by Amazon, but something that that can print on demand, like through Ingram Spark. Uh, bookshop.org will print your book through its website mm-hmm. and give um, a portion of your sale to um, your local bookstore of your choosing. So it's almost like the sale went through, you know, my hometown's bookstore, you know, so in that way, I'm helping my community. I'm helping my local bookstores, my independent bookstores, because they're fighting tenaciously to keep up with the big guys, you know, like Barnes and Noble and Target and all these other BJ's even right. All these big chains. And um, ultimately, you know, I want to, you know, and they in turn, they, they will hopefully carry my books on consignment. So you can go into these local bookstores um, and hopefully find my book on a shelf. And in turn, if you buy online, I give them a kickback of the thing. So we kind of help each other out is what it is. 
that's great that's great i love that um so uh yeah so what's um are you kind of are are you gonna do anything else with Lisa Cooper? Like maybe an audio book or a sequel or Ooh. any? I'd love, yeah, I'd love to do an audio book. It's very very expensive, and I'd have to pay for it yeah. myself. So that is not in the cards right now. But I am working on a sequel. I'm about twenty two thousand words into the sequel, um, where she you know it picks right up after um, the first book, and you know I'm actually sending her to Ireland. I can tell you that much. She goes, she goes to Ireland. <laughs> so that's a lot of adventure there. And there's going to be a, um, the romantic arc is going to continue. There's a little bit of a romantic arc yeah. in this first book and it's going to um, grow stronger, heat up, you know, yeah. uh, second book for sure. Um, you know, Chewy will be there. The dog will be there. Um, awesome. All adventure but i also have uh, a prequel series coming out uh, not a prequel series but a prequel book coming out hopefully spring of next year called the vampires of 1863 which follows lisa when she was um just a three-year-old vampire she was she was turned at the age of 22 okay. and um in in 1863 she'll have only been a vampire for three years and it's her getting into these you know troubles and adventures within boston at that time period so it's a historical fiction with vampires basically yeah. and how she kind of rises through the ranks and survives everything that gets thrown at her in her very first early days yeah that'll be really interesting because i think one of the things that really compelled me to keep reading i started reading the the kendall vela and I really liked the fact that like in the very first episode you get this this vampire that's just completely fed up like she's just she's so done with it all you know she can't <laughs> even she's just ready to you know throw in her vampire card and totally be done with it but um yeah. but uh and then of course everything starts coming at her and she gets pulled in and to all this adventure and uh because yeah. the thing with her is that she 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 does not want to submit to her curse she wants to hold on to her humanity and navigate the waters of darkness uh, without losing herself yes yes yeah she's um yeah, and 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 especially given her age as a vampire, it's pretty interesting how she's been able to hang on to that that thirst for life. Uh, I guess this is your first um, product being published, but I mean, do you do you go way back writing vampire stories? Like, have you been doing this for like just kind of playing around with it, or and then? Maybe a little bit in role-playing games, but never never okay. attempting to write a, a story itself. This is my first attempt at it for, for, for Lisa. I've written other stuff like fantasy stuff, yeah, you know, magic and elves and things like that. But yeah. this is my first foray into um, Lisa's story. Great. Okay. And then you also mentioned uh, Insta um, Ingram Spark in there. So is that how you published your paperback? through Ingram Spark? I did. I also published through KDP, but, you know, if I want to be widely distributed, you know, outside of Amazon, um, I, Ingram Spark allows me to print 
can. So any bookstore you go into, any place that sells books, you like, can you can buy it, yeah. it, and it'll ship right to your house. Oh yeah, and yeah. then libraries can get can get it too. Yep. So that's cool. Um, and that, talk about the the art. Did you do the art, or did you hire someone to to do the the art the cover? Yeah. I hired a professional for it. Um, yeah. I can't do this. <laughs> uh, no, I hired a professional. She was, she was great to work with. So great. And, you know, and, you know, I'd write to write her and go, can you make it a little more like this? Or can you do this? And and she'd boop, 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 you know, she'd make all the changes. Um, she was fantastic to work with. That's great. Okay. Um, so, um, is there anything else you want to, you want to put out there or talk about? Just, uh, you know, if you like vampire stories and you're looking for something with um, with some action adventure, a wee bit of cozy with a sweet dog and, and some romance, then I think the the unlikely Lisa Cooper would be right up your alley. I, I'm oh. really proud of this book. I'm really excited about it. And um, I think my goal is just to write something that people enjoy. And I hope that I've, I hope that I've done that. Oh yeah, you definitely have. All right. Um, so thank you very much. I, I really, thank you. this is fun. Yeah. Nice meeting you. And thank you so much for having me on your show. Absolutely. Okay. Um, well, um, happy Halloween, I guess. Happy Maybe. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.